Hello, everyone, and welcome on into this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman Mate. And I'm Sabria. Why did you say your full name? Why are you always clocking me for, for introducing myself different? Because it was so weird. I, it that, caught me off guard. It I know. Discussion. Remember at that time I said, hello, everyone, it's your girl, Iman. <laughs> and again, I just try to spice it up every once in a while. I guess not on your watch. So <laughs> it's just Iman. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I would expect to get clocked by anyone except for you. It just catch me off guard every time. I'm like, oh, that's where we going. That's you where... like retract that. You're just in mind. <laughs> no, because I'm like, that's the like <laughs> way we going. I'm like, damn, I ain't know. Jeez. Okay, it's yeah, just plain old boring <laughs> mind today. And you are Sabrina. Um, thank you for tuning in to uh this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. So this week's episode is like particularly popping because we actually are recording. <sighs> We're recording visuals. So you guys who are just listening obviously can't see me. I hope not. But the people (laughs) who, like, tune into our YouTube channel, like, if they just want to kind of see what we're doing, our expressions, us cracking up, like, you can see us now. We're going to try to do this every episode, but we shall see. I mean, because, you know, who knows? But uh, how was your week? Um, it was definitely dope. Nice. A lot of dope um, responsibilities. Um, I accomplished something. Oh, oh yeah. It's, it. it's goal time. We got to think of a cute name for yeah. this segment. So, uh, oh, yeah, if y'all have any ideas what we should call the segment. So, I applied for my passport. Oh, yeah. That's a big one. And I got to follow you. Cause... And I'm definitely, I'm going to the post office on Thursday. And I'm going to say, I'm ready to go, bitch. Yes, that is that is big news. Um, shit, what was my goal for this week? Um, oh, two goals. One, my backdrops have came, so I'm like excited. Like I ordered like my backdrops and I got them. This is one of them that you see here. So they're all like unicorn colors. Um, and uh, I created a bun. Like I know that don't sound like a goal, but one of my like one of my uh, really goals was to just really start like trying all these cool new styles so that I can like post them on my YouTube channel slash blog when I get them. So I'm happy to just stop being lazy and going with just the afro and trying some new stuff. And I like it. Yeah, it looks never great. thought I was a bun girl, but <laughs> <laughs> you you learn something new every day. Um, all right. Moving on. So Solange <laughs> dropped an amazing EP. Haters will disagree, but we don't go there. Exactly, because, like, I'm on my way to the show. So yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, so When I Get Home dropped. It's so amazing. Like, Neo Soul, Houston vibes, jazz, all of the above. So our fave for this week is dedicated to Solo, just our four favorite Solange songs. So you first. So, my first one is Cranes in the Sky. I never get tired of that song. Like, I never get tired of it. And, like, the more I listen to it, I, it's just, I hear something new. And I'm like, wow, this shit really slept forever. Yeah. Um, The second one, I don't even know how to pronounce this one. It's on Hurt. It's on When I Get Home. Almeida. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That That's song, the one with Playboy Cardi? Yeah, like, brown skin, brown, brown. Black molasses. Yes. <laughs> I love that song. Um, also, my third song is Weary. That's always in my head whenever, like, I see white people I don't know. 
Like, Weary I just, of the yeah, ways of the world. That literally just that song is like <laughs> that song is like my number ten intrusive thought. But like I always <laughs> think about that song like every day. Um, the last one is some things never seem to fucking work. I love that song. I and almost like, forgot about it. Like, who was that? Was that like Prince at the end when it was like, and you something, something, and you something, and you something. It's like some man going off. I thought it was Prince, but <laughs> who knows? I could be wrong. Is it her dad? No. Why would it be Matthew be. Knowles? I don't know. He'd be sneaking up. He was on um, Seat at the Table. Yeah, during like an uh, interlude. Yeah. <laughs> This was not an interlude. It was like a part of, okay. I think it was Prince, but oh, who knows who it was. Oh, wait. That's, that wasn't your final one, was it? It's four. Okay. That's four. Um. All right. So my first one is going to be, it's pronounced FUBU, right? Yep. Four. That's by uh, My nigga is in a whole wide world. I love when people say nigga and they know white people are listening because I know that they are saying, yes, I will collect your streams, but I will not, <laughs> you know, I will not stay away from making things specifically for exactly, black. Exactly, because she literally said, this shit is for us. This shit is for us. You better not sing it when you're at my show. So I love that. Um, next is going to be uh, Stay Flow, which is on her new song, which is on her new album. Uh, third... Fuck the industry because I love that she blatantly said that I'm never going to be Beyonce, you know. And this was when everybody was calling her like Beyonce's little sister. Like leave her the fuck alone. Like she just said sincerely to the industry, like I just want to say fuck you, like period. Like exactly. I'm not going to be her. And finally, don't touch my hair. Oh yeah, that's another. Don't touch quote. my hair. I don't care how many times that song is played because you still need to tell white people do not touch my hair. You so, would think that after a song was put out about not touching our hair, that nobody would touch. You know, somebody our hair. touched my hair today. Yeah, and it's like now if I bite you, then I'd be wrong. She was like, I, I, I I'm like, fuck you. Now if I put my hair. It's like the thing is, they have. It's so easy for a white person to touch your braid, right? But let's just say you touch their bob. It's like I for them, they would never. Slimy shit. I would never touch that greasy hair either. But I'm just saying, for them, it would be like, no, no, no. This is my hair. That on you is an accessory. It's like, no, it's still mine. Exactly. Do and not oh fucking gosh, touch me. Don't pet my hair. And sometimes people come to my job and they're like, oh my gosh, is that all of your natural hair? I'm like, yup. You like, it's all of my natural fists. I can tell you that. Oh my god! All right, so um, now let's move on into toast for us, sis. <laughs> um, this week, <laughs> don't ask what that was. Um, <laughs> this week we're toasting to Tamron Hall. So Tamron Hall, television journalist, you may know her from Dateline, MSNBC, Twenty Twenty. The list goes it, on and on and on. Isn't she on um? ID channel? Yeah. Yep. She's on ID channel too. That's what She's everywhere. Everywhere investigative journalism needs to take place, she's going to be there. I think she's on a Today Show as well. Mama is booked and busy. So um, apparently she's 48 years old, which who knew? But she's pregnant yeah. with her that, first child. Yes, and please let her have a healthy, healthy pregnancy. Yeah, so just toast to her for being booked and busy and for, you know, being pregnant, we just want to send her prayers because it's just, you know, that's high risk 
But that's how old I'm probably gonna be. It's been done. And like for some people, if being forty eight is when you need to have your first child, who knows her story, but that was her choice and I that's think Kenya Moore. Is she forty eight? See, black women be looking 28 for their whole lives. People recently have been exing me, like, am I in college? I know. I know. This girl at my job was like, you look really young. I always think you're my age. And I'm like, go on. But, um, yeah, I'm definitely not her age. Like, my <laughs> new favorite thing to say is I'm damn near 30. That makes me feel very oh powerful. Oh, my gosh. But, like, when somebody oh, come to me with some could... bullshit saying, girl, I'm damn near 30. I'm not dealing with that. Yep, she's 48. Kenya Moore. Wow. Yo, speaking of Kenya Moore, is it me or has Portia been pregnant for... Wait, she still ain't have her baby? I, I saw a pregnancy picture of her. I, I thought, thought she had a baby. The hell? Baby PJ. She did? I think she did. Listen, man, she need to have that child. Her and... Her and well, actually, Kalani don't seem like she's been pregnant for that long. Yeah. Portia's still pregnant, ain't Damn, she? Damn, what the fuck? Yeah. Remy, my baby, is cute. As I don't know what. Her baby is so cute. What the fuck, Portia? Why are you still pregnant? I swear to God, she's been pregnant for two years. Me too. I I I felt like she was pregnant before Kenya. Insane. Uh, Okay. She's in her third trimester. She better be. (laughs) Damn. She has to be. Allegedly. She's wearing her eighth. That baby is cooking. (laughs) In there with a PS4, everything. Just like, come out. But she called her her baby, baby PJ, because Portia Jr., (laughs) all right so moving on in to uh tea time so first we're going to talk about future uh he said no fat bitches (laughs) apparently uh there was a rumor going on uh the rumor started from a a plus size model named naomi chaput she went on Instagram and posted screenshots of a conversation with her and a friend claiming that she was denied entry from um Miami book a Miami book, a Miami club because Future said no BBWs. Meaning no big bitches. It probably was the security guards that was saying that. Yeah, some pe- like some people saying she lying, period. That she wasn't denied entrance and that why she would she lie? I mean, why would anybody lie? I don't know her. I I don't like to believe that people lie. However, however, I just don't feel like people would deny money unless future. Let's say future. Oh, I forgot we was recording. I really just digged up. I don't know. Well, if you love it, you'll like it. What? No. <laughs> if you like it, you love it. I thought. No, it's okay. if I like it. If you love, if you like it, I love it. Oh, yeah. Well, then it's okay. Like my nose itch. It's no boogies. It's no biggies. No, I had no boogies. She got boogies, but no, um, I don't. My nostril, it's right. Um, but shit, what was we talking about? Oh yeah, so Future said, uh, "No, stop capping on my name. I love all women, and that I believe. I believe he will fuck a fat bitch. I believe, he, yeah. And that also, what the I, fuck? I needed to keep that door open for me. Like I, I couldn't. I, my he heart, would definitely if I pulled down my pants. Show him my shiny hole. He's like, get the fuck out of my house. (laughs) I picture you showing up, right? You just got some cargo pants on and a fucking t-shirt, right? A beige t-shirt. And he's like, whoa, who are you? You like, drop. (laughs) I was in this spread. Yeah, I was spreading to show him my shiny asshole. He's like, in any other (laughs) circumstance, maybe? No. I would be into this, but who are you and how did you get access to the He would look to the front, look to the side, and be like, and pulls the gun. 
No. I think that... He be like, you know when they like... No, what's your bitch? You know they hit your butt when they did. I do know, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Why don't men do that shit? Like, it's not for us. I'll tell you that. When men... All right. When they hit they dick on your butt... When men do that maneuver, <laughs> it's not for I'm us. I'm like, what are you doing back there? <laughs> you laying down, Tay. Hey, stop doing around back there. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but no, like, I, I don't like, I don't like. Sorry, like, <laughs> right, I hate to share this. I don't like the noise. <laughs> but it's like when you know when the, you know when uh your remote stopped working and you said you gotta tap the batteries <laughs> to get it to work. It's like that. I'm thinking of a different noise. <laughs> um, I'm thinking of when I hit my uh files remote. <laughs> I'm thinking of um, It's like what? <laughs> That's what sound your files remote make? That's what sound I make when I'm like going in on a blow pop alone. <laughs> no. <laughs> then they take it out. All right, so back to the <laughs> He said, stop capping on my name. I love all women. So, yeah, that was definitely good to hear. I hate how these rumors start. But what Me I hate too. most is, like, a lot of niggas on Twitter back when they <laughs> thought that Future said it. They thought it was funny. Like, yeah, no big bitches in the and club. And then somebody said, oh, it was this post that somebody was like, oh, y'all think, like, skinny don't equal pretty. And somebody was like, but we could get in the club, though. I'm like, if you shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's like, oh, my God, I can't stand it. You probably can't even get in the club because you're like, you got, hey, Kiki, you got $20 on you. I can't stand, like, skinny girls who look like hammerhead sharks that be like, yeah, but I got, it's like, yeah, but your face is big, so it, it doesn't matter. Your face is, like, long. Bottom line, no one should be denied entry into the club. Exactly. First of all, nobody should go to the club, period. <laughs> it's Miami. <laughs> No, shut down the whole club. I feel like nobody should be not I mean, denied interest into the club unless they are just like got creepy vibes. Yeah, them. or they got like they shit on themselves. Definitely, <laughs> they denied. wear access denied. <laughs> just somebody time. wearing like those white linen pants and it's just like a shit stain. But they not, but they not acknowledging it. And like, they come, like, on, come on, man. And uh, the body, the bodyguard's like, no. He's like, why not? He's like, what the fuck you mean? Why not? You clearly should. Like, so you never show <laughs> He like He likes it. Don't be scared of a little doo-doo. <laughs> the raise your hand if you shit on yourself and you try to get in the club, right? But like, nah man. He's like, y'all fucking fake. <laughs> um moving on. Uh, red table talk. The thing is, call it red because it was definitely <laughs> fucking spicy. I didn't, I didn't get to see it. I did. Um, I never watched the episode in my life. <laughs> but and not because I'm like I don't like Jada Pinkett. I love her. It's just that I never felt the need to tune in. I'm like I can just catch the highlights. Like yeah. always. Mm-hmm. Like I'm that type of person. Like I never watch a show. I just watch the highlights because I want the quick of it. Yeah. But that. I needed to hear what that young lady had to say. Mm-hmm. And also, like somebody said, um, Jada Pinkett is like Iyanla, but better. She is. So I need I needed to kind of hear what Jada had to offer her. And I wanted to know how her and Will Smith work. People were saying they were related. Mm-hmm. Not by blood, but just about by blood because they he watched her grow up. Mm-hmm. I was, like many people, under the impression that Jordan 100% 
slept with Tr- Tristan Thompson and yeah. like because the way Chloe came at her the way Malika came at her and her silence Ooh, was I her fight Malika cuz I know I can beat her <sighs> oh fuck her up <laughs> the silence was interpreted as yes and this is why sometimes in my opinion it's not good to be silent when somebody like fuck you over mhm so, um, Jordan pretty much, did you did you see any of the clips? So, I did, and I know that she was drunk, and he kissed her on the lips. Yeah, and so what happened was they were partying. She was out partying First of with all, her friends. The only, I'm like, somebody said this on Twitter, and I'm like, points made. How the fuck you have a party and not invite your baby your mom? Because <laughs> the thing is, uh, Tristan and Chloe was never together. He just wanted to hit, and he like, damn, I got the bitch pregnant. I'm fucking here. Come on, man. He just wanted to. He, he just wanted the kitty cat. It's disgusting how bad he has tried to dip out of this. Rel- it's bad. They not even together. It's just. Oh my god. So Jordan says she's out with the girls, right? Clubs are not like in New York. They close kind of early, so she said usually they go to someone's house. Mm-hmm. She was like, I don't be know who house we going to. I'm just following my friends. She said I'm not tipsy. I'm drunk. At this point. So she says she's definitely drunk. So she goes and they end up at a house. And she's like, they're saying, oh, it's Tristan's house. And she's like, okay, cool. Now, here's what I think about. If my little cousins was out partying and somehow they made it to my man's house, Mm -hmm. I would be like, oh, I'd rather them be there than be at some random person's house. Keep an eye on them. If I'm not there, Mm -hmm. like, just keep an eye on them. I wouldn't be like, oh. What you doing at my man's house? Exactly. You know what I mean? I just, I just, a lot of people were thinking like that. Like, she shouldn't have been at her best friend's man's house. But at the end of the day, Chloe looked at her like a little sister. Yeah. She says she's been around Tristan dozens of times before. He's never tried to hit on her. She's like, I've never looked at this man. Like, I wasn't interested in him. So she says she goes, and she's like, oh, it's cool. Everyone's chilling. And one thing that she did admit to that I thought was kind of funky they were sitting kind of like the way we're sitting now, mm-hmm. and she like said her legs started dangling over his. Mm-hmm. But again, inappropriate, but definitely that can't be what ruined somebody's family. Yeah. So the night goes on. She's super fucked up. Everybody is like, before you know it, it's like 5 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Everybody leaves in the morning. But mm-hmm. somehow they spin it so is that she's leaving. She said there were people in the room who hear these rumors and who are not coming forward. And she said, I don't even blame them because I don't. I wouldn't want them to be going through what I'm going through yeah. now. She talked about how her family's being affected, her little sister is being targeted, her brother that's can't so leave for work. So she said that's why she's coming out to talk. And as she's leaving, Tristan kisses her. And she says she looked like, whoa left, went and told Chloe and and, uh, Kylie that everything was perfect because she said there was so much drama already going on. She pretty much didn't want to be, like, she didn't want to make it worse. She said, I lied, I shouldn't have, but blah, blah, blah. Another thing I didn't like, she was taking accountability for a lot of shit that I don't think that she did wrong. Yeah. And I wish Jada would have went in and been like, girl, you were taken advantage of too. Yeah. That's a grown ass man. Like, she's 21, he's like 27 or something. Yeah, he, he should have known are, better. My age. He should have known better. Two, you were drunk out at someone's 
part, like the only thing she shouldn't have done, in my opinion, is dangle them legs. But she two. also probably was losing, but like when you drunk, you not even in control Some of your people body. Some just have a different definition of what is appropriate and what isn't. Yeah. too. because like the way we like go back and forth with Eric, some people could be like, "Whoa, like he isn't in a relationship." Y'all yeah. need to not talk to him like that. But it's like, but we've been talking like this since we've been high school. So yeah, that's just how the fuck it is. Anyway. Um, she, my favorite thing from that interview is I don't want your situation. Talking about <laughs> Chloe, yeah. Who would? Who would want that messy? Cause that shit thing? is messy. Like that nigga, I never. It's so embarrassing. Like I never see nobody publicly just not want somebody. Like did you see that video? She tried to like dance on him yes, and he like turned his back. That is very. And she looked like well, well, okay. It's so embarrassing. It's so sad. So, you know, after the interview was over, I think a lot of people kind of came to Jordan's aid because they're like, all right, well, this girl didn't do this. I was waiting for her to sit down in that chair and be like, oh, yeah, I did it. I got caught up. I got mixed up. Yeah. But she's like, it's not the truth. I'll take a lot of detector tests. She's like, I'm upset for Chloe. Like, I want to apologize to her. Like, I'm, And she's losing her best friend. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Kylie and her, as much as I don't understand that shitty-ass relationship – that obviously meant a lot to her. So I felt bad. Um, but Chloe goes and goes, why are you lying, Jordan Woods, if you're going to try and save yourself by going public instead of calling me privately to apologize first? At least be honest about your story. By the way, you are the reason my family broke up. Um, Something about this uh, particular tweet was like, so fucking irritating to me. It was so... First of all, your family... You never had a family. Number one. That nigga don't fucking want you, Chloe. Number Get the one. fucking picture. He don't like you. He don't fuck with you. This Number nigga one. is 6'10", creeping around. He's big as shit. And he don't give a fuck who see him. Number one. That's number one right there. And that's on period. You never had a fucking family. You never had a the family. The only family you got is those it, sisters and that brother. Yours. And that's on period. And, and your mom. Exactly. That's Caitlin. That's all. That's your family. That's your Ohana. Lamar, you shit. married them. But you, Tristan and, oh, your daughter, that's your family. But you never had no happy family. This nigga sent you into labor cheating. So it's like, stop, okay? Number one, you really want to use this girl as a punching bag because, one, she's being quiet. Mm -hmm. And, two, because you thought everybody hated her, which they did up until the facts came out. And she and was surprised when black Twitter and everybody else was like, you are delusional. I can't stand women who refuse to look at the actual issue. Like, the actual actual issue here is the fact that your man doesn't like you. And also, I know she picking on her because she probably know that she's a sensitive person and that like their her friendship with them meant everything. She's like, I want to hurt you because I'm hurting right now. Yeah, like uh, and then she said, why are you lying? Like, lying about what? After she says this, Jeffree Star, demon looking ass gets on, was like, everyone in Calabasas know <laughs> you're actually sleeping together, Jordan. I'm like, when is it okay for y'all grown? All y'all niggas got to be 30. All y'all. Jeffree Star is almost in his 40s, I believe. And Chloe's let's in her the, 30s. Let's look at the tape. One of, both the Malikas are in their 30s. <laughs> Kim is knocking on 40s door. And the, Kim and Malika singing, don't mess with my man. Like, grow up. Are the problem is out. none of y'all ever got beat the fuck up. And I'm Especially, here to change that. My thing is, I, none of this energy with Black China. Because they know she can fucking fight. They know she from, what's she from, D.C.? 
Yeah. They know she's from D.C. So I'm like, why? I just, I hate that. And I was happy that, like, Jada kind of gave her the platform. And to talk about when black girls make mistakes, which we will talk about later, it's, like, turned up to the 13th power. Like, exactly. your little sister, like, let's just say she did fuck your man. Your little sister literally did the same thing to with Tyga. And she was underage. Exactly. And that man had a child. He was engaged to Black China. Yeah. And that was no problem. Same thing with Trina, French Montana. Like, y'all was busting it up with Trina. Now, all of a sudden, you just date her man. And French Montana is shit. He going to say, I was single at the time. But Chloe, you knew. Same thing with one of the Malikas. Apparently, she was messing with a married man. Yeah, and she couldn't even come to his funeral, old dummy. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm like, I, I cannot stand them you know i cannot you broke up my family don't know if a 20 year old got a if your 20 year old can ruin your family you never had a goddamn family to begin with y'all never had a fucking ohana period so um then she goes tristan is equally to blame tristan is the father of my child regardless of what he does to me i won't do that to my daughter what she want to be ghetto so he has he has been addressing the situation privately if tristan were to lie publicly about what conspired then yes i would address him publicly as well so what is he telling you happened because the first thing he said was fake news this what he that's what he's telling he probably uh, like i don't know First of all, you can raise your daughter without being with this nigga being in your life. Courtney teaches a course on co-parenting. Courtney Kardashian created co-parenting. So I don't know what you talk about. Like And that never was your man. That never was your man. But you so you should have been co-parenting from the beginning. Exactly. Like Like he just like again, he just wanted the nut and then he like, damn, I got him pregnant. And then uh, she goes, this has been an awful week. And I know everyone is sick of hearing about it all, as am I. I'm a roller coaster of emotions and have said things I shouldn't have. Honestly, Tristan cheated on me and humiliating me wasn't such a shock at the first time. What's been harder and more painful is being hurt by someone so close to me. Someone whom I love and treat like a little sister. But Jordan is not to blame for breakup of my family. This was Tristan's fault. What type of rage were you in where all your common sense was gone i know what it was people start digging in yes mm-hmm. after you thought you could push on somebody and you realized you couldn't do it mm-hmm. i can't stand this fucking family i, I just want to put that out there they all need yet to again be beat up. yet again i hate people who are going they're okay with being a bully until people be like hold up bitch <laughs> you're ugly your man cheating on you your butt lopsided like <laughs> and then all of a sudden I retract everything I said. It wasn't Jordan's fault. You damn right it wasn't Jordan's fault. It never was, sweetie. Where'd my water go? You had water? I had a water. Hmm. Oh, it's under the seamless. Oh, shit. All right. It's all right. It's cool. I'll get it later. Thirsty as shit. I'm thirsty as shit from that rant. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next we're moving on. Can you give on my in. water, too? Next we're moving into Robert. Okay, so which one of them shows? Going to jail. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, that's my mind. Thanks. So which one of them shows Gail was hosting um, and Robert Kelly was I don't know. I was about to say, what would you do? But that's totally (laughs) different concept. (laughs) Gail seemed like somebody who would host that show. She do. I always feel like I'm on that show. I know. Me me and you really are Gail and Oprah. That's crazy. (laughs) 
But anyway, uh, R. Kelly sat down with Gail King uh, to ask about, you know, him and underage girls. For most of us, that's just a straight-up question. No, I have never in my life, you know, messed with underage girls. Yeah, like straight up. Like, no. No. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, R. Kelly goes to two case back then. My ongoing case now. Oh, she, he said he can't talk about it because of his cases. But I will tell you this. People are going back to my past, okay? That's exactly what they're doing. They're going back to the past, and they're trying to add on all of this stuff now to that, to make all of this that's going on now feel real to people. Let me tell you something. That what? is not a no. You're saying they're going back to my past. They're going back to things that I've done. <laughs> that I've never been held accountable for. And they're adding details that I've never revealed before. <laughs> and, and I don't like it. <laughs> I like being a pervert. And they're conjuring the truth. And I'm uncomfortable because I liked what I was doing. It was it was working. That out man, for me. like, I really just want to like, oh my god, I, I just want to like, I wish I had rings that was like made of like machetes. <laughs> and just like keep on punching him, punching him in a fucking face. I was going to think in a gut, but he's. I'm just trying to get over this. People are going back to the my past. Okay. That's exactly what they're doing. You're right. That's yeah. exactly what they're doing. They're because digging you, you should have been, you should have been in a luxury chair then. <laughs> he then goes, uh, referring back to his 2008 pornography charges. I beat my case. When you beat something, you beat it. You can't double jeopardy me like that. You can't. It's not fair. It's not fair to nobody. When you beat your case, you beat your case. Okay, you beat your case, so you're not in jail. All right, they're not je double jeopardying you for that. The public is deciding that they do not want to support you mm -hmm. because of that, uh, as with other things. Yeah, and people are one hundred percent allowed to do that. Exactly. Like, yes, you may have been found innocent. Uh, I think through a technicality, but don't get me lying. I don't remember. You may have been found found innocent. But I don't think you're innocent. At I think all. you're very guilty. Very guilty. I think guilty. you're guilty, guilty of things my mind can't even fucking go to. I don't even so want to So what know. I do want you to understand is that <laughs> I can fucking double jeopardy you, and I fucking will. And you deserve it, you sweaty ass. And you think... And you was talking shit earlier this year. Exactly. And he tried to... First of all, nigga, we saw you acting and trapped in a closet. You can't fucking fool I know. us. <laughs> Sorry. He's doing that same shit on TV. I'm fighting for my life. We've yes. seen that already. What was that? <laughs> Chapter 12? Like, go to fuck here. Oh, my God. I hate him. I oh, do. I hate said, him. He said he, like, freaked out at some point. I hate that, man. That's stupid. Use your common sense. Forget the blogs. Forget how you feel about me. Hate me if you want to. Love me if you want. But just use your common sense. First of all, we are using our common Where sense. you use your common sense, don't why fuck we teenagers, you fucking wrong. weirdo. That's why we know that there was a marriage certificate. We used our common sense to dig it up. Anyway. And the album was called Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. And you, you thought, were fucking in the background you, blurred out. Exactly. You thought we wasn't going to forget that. We can read. Don't remember that. And you you're the one the that can't. You were in the background with a leather vest but nothing on, on under. And that alone should have sent you to jail. You fucking sicko. He goes, how stupid would it be for me with my crazy past and what I've been through. Oh, right now, I just think I need to be monster. Hold girls against their will. Chain them up in the basement and don't let them eat. Don't let them out unless they need some shoes down the street from their uncle. What? What? <laughs> That's how you know that was the truth. That level of detail. That what? Which uncle? What are you talking about? I'm thinking it was like a 
a shoe store called Uncle's? No, I have the transcript in front of me. He said from their uncle. <laughs> Which girl did you do that to, Robert? Because there's no what. Are you fucking talking about? And even that is not what you're only accused of. We're okay. Say you're not torturing girls. Can you admit that you are manipulating them? You're a predator and you're messing with, with girls that are underage. The shoes. Why did the uncle have the shoes? And where was he? Did he say that's, up the street? The <laughs> Unless they need some shoes down the street from their uncle. That is so this, fucking I'm sorry. Creepy. Someone please message us. Like, if you get that, like, did we miss something? Did a bitch was like, I had to escape, and my Uncle Leroy was down the street, and that was the only person I could get some cats from. Like, what? <laughs> I wish that I just had, like, an archer bow and just, like, <laughs> a crossbow. Yeah. Then he goes, I really hate to Stop it. You don't quit playing. Quit playing. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me. I'm fighting for my fucking life. That is some trapped in he the said, closet bullshit. He said, I did bullshit. not do this stuff. <laughs> you did, though. He said, is that, <laughs> he said, is that the camera? Stop. Like, we're not going to. <laughs> we're not, Robert. We're not. You ever seen that black girl, that uh, black girl brunch, that, uh, what's it called, um, Bad Girls Club? And she's like, and I will tell you to stop. And she's like, and I'm going to do it again and again and again. And I was going to keep doing it. That's how I feel about Robert. No, we're going to keep investigating because we don't feel good. Speaking of that, somebody's access to, like, look into the Michael Jackson thing. Hi, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that is, you, I just. Wee! I'll I, take a trip to Netherlands. Um, I, I just figure need that a out. loofah to scrub off. But you know what? Because what I heard, oh, yeah, it's very fucking chilling. But you know, I'm prepared to cancel anybody. That's what I say. If the evidence points to that, like the evidence has pointed to Robert for years, yeah. then I, anybody can get canceled. I'm not gonna say it's easy canceling people. Like Pyt ain't one of my favorite songs. But guess what? <laughs> you do it because if I gotta think about you doing something creepy to a child, mm -hmm. I just rather not listen. It's not the same anymore. I didn't ruin it. You did. So, yeah. I mean, the only thing is, R. Kelly. I mean. Fuck. Uh, MJ is not around to like defend himself anymore. So it's just hard. You really only get to take other people's word for it. Yeah. Like for it. But again, I haven't watched it. Like I don't know how compelling this stuff is or or what. Like we definitely know Michael Jackson was not right in the head, but that's no excuse to be a predator. Yeah. Too. So. I know what's being alleged a little bit. Like, I know that it's definitely, like, he was out of pocket for being around them kids regardless. Yeah. And he again, was. what the fuck is wrong with these parents giving their kids away to famous people? Yeah. I don't give a fuck who you are. You're not. No. My bitch. kid is not going to be around you like that. No. And fuck. honestly, like, I'm a person who I do love kids more than adults, but you have to just know what's creepy. Exactly. And it's 100% creepy to have sleepovers with little boys. And I know Michael Jackson was childish, but cut that shit out. You are a grown-ass man. I don't give a yeah. fuck how bad your daddy beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. All right? You knew you was a grown-up. <laughs> so <laughs> don't try that creep shit. You know. You fucking knew. Uh, you knew when you was diddling around with uh what's her name? Chill with all that. Something Presley. What's that woman name he was messing with? That white woman? Lisa Marie Presley. Sure. That's yeah. a hell of a name. <laughs> Lisa Marie Presley. Like calm down. Was that was she related to Elvis Presley? That was his daughter. Oh well. <laughs> One plus one equals two, like Beyonce said when she invented math. 
Uh, Wait, let me make sure that wasn't his granddaughter. I'm yeah, I was say, because she seemed like she would have to be old as shit to be. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, find that shit out, because I really don't feel like the math is in Because when Elvis... Uh, oh, yeah, she is. She is the only child of actor Elvis Presley and Priscilla Presley. Damn, when, when was she uh, born? She was born 1800? in... 1900? <laughs> 1968. She was 51. Oh, that's, that's not that old. And MJ probably How was born. old do you think? I Elvis? thought Elvis died in like the 19, 1904. <laughs> <laughs> every time I see pictures of them, they be brandy and shit. How old oh, did he die? Okay. He Elvis died in 1977. Oh. <laughs> At 42. <laughs> Yikes. I again thought he was 60 when he died. In 1904. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he died before cars was around. <laughs> I can't stand fucking Elvis. I hate when people be like, oh, the king. I know I'm my like, I remember my grandma said, she said, Elvis can kiss my ass. He said only black <laughs> he said black people can shine his shoes. And I just never listened to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of grandma I grew up. <laughs> I, was, I was like five years old looking like why the fuck is she mad at Elvis? You turn Dragon Tales up, you be like, cut that shit out. I'm not trying to hear that shit. <laughs> no. Like, you about to Barney like, hey, yo, why she fucking snapping? <laughs> no, but when grandma, <laughs> when grandma no. snap over shit like that, nobody be asking. No, I really that don't. Guy, you know who else I can't stand? <laughs> Elvis. I really don't remember. Like, I don't, didn't even bring him up. <laughs> I just was like, I was sitting there like, you be quiet, black people like Harvey Weinstein still making movies. You're like, first of all, that's not fucking true. <laughs> Second, we all here having a nice dinner. Why would you even bring that shit up? Just listen to stuff in the name of love. Again, like, just listen to it. Don't bring Harvey Weinstein up because he was a perfect example of what you do when somebody does wrong. You throw him away. <laughs> yeah, that man, where the Did fuck? He, in a mental institute, I heard last. Oh, yeah. He was like, I'll kill myself. I'm Good. like, do it. That's what we... That's do great. it, fucker. We can't. That's that's the guy. That's who showed up when Future said no fatties. <laughs> He's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he said, wow. <laughs> why, 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 why is he trying to get a club? <laughs> he said, you know what? No BBW. <laughs> but I picture Harry Wassey in like a fashion overdress. Like a sweet, he got like a... <laughs> I picture him with a sweetheart top, right? And then I picture him with them, them pierces and his dimples like with black tie. <laughs> But he got his regular hair. <laughs> he be bad as shit. He got his phone like they said no BBWs. <laughs> he started the he like, They said no BBWs in a club. Future. <laughs> he like, Future said it. Like, fuck up some commas. <laughs> he like, I can't go nowhere no more. Yo, I can't fucking He really, he's really big. <laughs> anyway. Oh, child. Ooh. Dang, I wanted to talk about breakups and break-ins really quick. Because apparently, uh, what's the little bit's name? Uh, Ariana Grande and Big Sean was spotted together. Wait, what? Where was I at when this hit? Na, 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 na. 
Look, they, everybody is nasty. Ain't you with Janae Ayoko? They been broke up. She was singing some broken heart shit. Wait, Janae Ayoko and Big Sean broke up? Yeah, you haven't you noticed recently so, that she wasn't like, come for me? What the fuck about that tattoo? What is she going to do? How do you do that shit? <laughs> um, Janae Ayoko and that Sean shit. kept their alleged split on the down low. Uh, since the... Bounce back rap, rapper has been spotted with big mistake collaborated. I hate when fucking articles do this shit. Like, just get to the point. Oh, so they posted their pictures together. Then uh, Janae Aiko posted this picture with the caption, bye. Yikes. Again, everybody too old for this shit, but I'm here for it. Those two were spotted together. So, hmm. I kind of liked Ariana Grande and Big Sean. I really did. I, I was um, confused as to why they broke up. And in addition to that, Kate Kate Beckinsale and Pete Davidson were spotted locking lips. Did you see that? That's fucking weird. Now, do you know which Kate this is? Because Electric as I mentioned, Terry. I do know. There's a lot of white Kates. This is the underworld Kate. Jesus Christ. So, what the yeah, fuck? I, I just don't see what they see in him because he is such a strange. Uh, what's the word? He looked like he um he got cottage cheese on his dick. Oh, ultra, okay. Um, ultraviolet pale is what I feel about him. Translucent. No, ultraviolet pale. Really? It's something purple about his skin. Yeah, it's the um, it's the depression. <laughs> oh shit, that was. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just I just also I get worried about him when he in relationships because I'm like this is not gonna last. It's not, and he needs, and then he gonna be back to threatening to kill himself. You know again. what, Kate Kate Beckinsale, she saw them tweets about big dick energy. I know. She said, "I want to see something." I get it, and I trust me, curiosity. I'd be like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I don't think he know how to fuck. Sometimes you just need the dick, and then you could be like, "Listen, sister." <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I mean, not that I've done that before. <laughs> okay. Sometimes you just need people to lay there. And then you do your thing. <laughs> anyway, um, that's just so... You he... never took control before? <laughs> Sorry. But, like, um, I just... He needs to just be alone. <laughs> you made me feel like an animal just then. Well, you're not lying. Um, <laughs> moving on. He uh, need to be a fucking alone. He do need to be alone, but he's not. And it makes me so he's mad never going that people to. keep being like, hey, I'll sleep with you. Well, I was like, welcome to Hollywood, baby cakes. Yeah, um, true, real shit. Moving on into the sunken place. This week is going to be a very specific fuck you to a specific trainer. And to people who just try Jeez. to oversell, okay? So people who, like, won't leave you alone. Yes. Like, me, I get, well, a lot of people, like, talking about money is, like, very uncomfortable. Um, and... When somebody says to you, I'll think about it. Yeah, that's your leave cue to leave it the fuck alone. Leave it there. Like, we're salespeople. We know what that means. <coughs> if somebody says, oh, you, you, I recommend a whole skincare regimen for them, they're like, oh, I, okay, cool. Def- I definitely would think about it. Let them fucking think about it. Because sometimes when people, like, I know when I'm spending over $100 on something, I definitely want to think about it, and I want to, like, see where I'm going to be. Because I don't want to, you know, knock on wood. This is, like, the first time that I've been able to, like, make it 
like to the next pay week without being at a zero balance. And yeah. I'm proud of that. And yeah. I want to keep it that way. And I don't want to like, you know, over like, you know, do it. Yeah, and being fina- financially responsible means not saying yes to everything. So even if it's like will benefit me, like something like training, but who knows if it really will fucking benefit me. Yeah, so tell tell the story because I we gotta give the background. So um I go to um this gym and I had like an appointment to meet with uh like a training director and like at this particular gym they give you like a free session um, so you meet with, you know, a director, um, and they train with you, um, and they ask you, like, what are your goals and stuff like that, and then at the end of that, um, you, like, talk about your workout, and then you, like, de- <laughs> and then you, like, um, decide if you want, well, you're supposed to decide if you want to go forth with the training, um, so I worked out with this trainer, and it was a good workout, um, even though he was, like, a bit, ag- like, me, like, in my regular, like, you know, life outside of, like, fitness, I don't need reassurance like that. But when I'm working out, I need reassurance. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm somebody that, like, I feel self-conscious because I always want to be the strongest person, even though I know that I'm not. Exactly. It's just, um, like, feeling like you push yourself. Exactly. And it, like, hurts my feelings sometimes when I'm like, oh, I'm not the strongest person. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so during the workout, he would say stuff like, come on, like, you going to give up? Uh, you got 10 yeah. seconds left. Like, that's not really that. And I had a trainer before and now we shouted her out on here and I love her, but she just like, it's just so inconvenient for me to get to her. Um, cause I don't drive, but she's amazing, amazing, amazing trainer. Um, anyway, so that when he said that, I was like, uh, and then he was like, "I'm not going to baby you, you know." The first set, no, we not. First of all, I hate when trainers say that. He's like, "We don't coddle you here." I'm like, "All right, I'll be honest with you, I'll be tough." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> "I'll make sure you come here, you cry." It's like, all right, listen, calm I'm the not, fuck down. I just want to fucking stay fit and not hurt my back. That's all I want. Exactly. Do. So okay, so that happened. I'm like, whatever. But it's a good, good workout, and I learned, you know, how to work some machines. And the thing is, the thing about me is when it comes to fitness and stuff, I could do th- something one fucking time, and I'm like, I remember this, and I'll keep on fucking doing it. Right. And even, and even if I don't train with you, I'm going to keep on doing the exercise that you taught me again <laughs> and again and again <laughs> for free. Anyway. So and watching other niggas that you train and doing the exercises that you teach them as well. Exactly. Again and again. Over. So... Anyway, so we get to the end, and we're talking about my fitness goals and stuff. And he's like, um, you know, so when you think about this, like, you know, do you want to? I said, I do want to do it. I said, but I definitely have to think about it. He's like, what do you have to think about? First, that caught me off guard. I'm like, i got to fucking think about it. Yeah, because like, you're used to when you say, I'm going to think about it, that being the kind of like the end of that discussion. Exactly. So then... um, He's like, is it the price? I'm like, I'm going to be honest. I'm like, yeah, you know, like when I spend, you know, over a certain amount, I just want to like, you know, just go over, like see where. So he's like, he pulls out a notepad and stuff. He's like, so what do you spend the most money on? Mm-mm. And I'm like, um, I should have like cut it there. But he's like, do you, how much do you spend on fast food? How much do you spend on this and, the, this and third, blah, 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 this right here. If you cut this out, that's um, that's a training. This is that and the third, blah, blah, You're blah. You're right. But I don't find you to be a priority while these things in my life are a priority. Exactly. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, why are you like 
my finances like what the fuck like all right it's different if i said i don't have time and you try to figure out with me how i can fit working out in my schedule I totally understand that. But there you getting into my finances. No. That's not it's cool. disrespectful. So then he's like, I'm going to be honest. Like, you're you're not going to reach your fitness goals if you don't have a trainer. First of all, when I was in college, I lost 60 pounds by myself because I was disciplined. Is my discipline a little, uh, now it is. But, but if I you did it then, you could do it now. Exactly. Without so, your black ass. Exactly. So he said that, which I'm like, what the fuck? And then he's like, and I said, I said, you know, I want to get a certain things in my life organized before, you know, I over-dedicate myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, uh-huh. I heard, he's like laughing, he's like, <laughs> I heard this before. He's like, no, no, go ahead, say it. He's like, I heard this, I've heard this, like, this story before, the same, like, song and dance, whatever. And I'm like, It made me so mad. Like, something that makes me really mad, and a lot of men do it, and I never, women never do this to me. A lot of men always think they know me, and they think that, like, they, I'm late. Like, I hate when people think that I'm lazy. That's something that, like, sends me, like, somebody thinking I'm lazy. It's like, a lot of men always do that. To me. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, they think they know you. Yeah, they think They've heard it a thousand times exactly. before. And I'm like, it's, with women, there are no complexities. Is exactly. this or is that? And I know because I'm a man. Like, you know? And that just drives me crazy. So, like, you're supposed to leave the gym, like, feeling good. Like, when I used to train with my trainer, shout out to Gianna, um, I used to leave, like, feeling so good and, yeah. like, feeling like I did that. Even though, you know, my forms, I've, I did that. I struggled. Exactly. But I thought it's over now. And exactly. next time I come, all that shit will be, it's going to be easier for me. Exactly. And then he also said to me, he was like, I'm not going to lie. He's like, you know, you are out of shape. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, crazy as shit. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> like. I know, nigga. That's, that's why the fuck I'm here. <laughs> like, the fuck? He, he was like, you know, your endurance. He's like, you. He said, you don't have your endurance. I'm like, first of all, I'm not trying to train to be on fucking Survivor and no shit. Those are my endurance. I mean, you use the word fucking endurance. I put you like, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just trying to like cut this fat into muscle. Nigga, I just want to be on an elliptical and beat like last week's pace. I'm just trying to have a higher cadence. Exactly, and I'm like just trying to like shed these like few yeah, pounds, you know? So it was like, you know, you are out of shape. And then he was like, your BMI, he's like, I'm not trying to scare you, but and he's, like, he's like, I'm not, not trying to scare you, but you know, it's, it's, it's high risk. I'm like, now outside of this gym, if I pull my fucking shiny asshole out, you fuck me still, right? With this high BMI and all. You still fuck me, right? Thanks. <laughs> That's all on my head. That's the whole thing I was thinking. I'm like, you still was swipe right, and you still would fuck my fat ass, knowing what you know. You still would fuck me, and that's that on that. But anyway, like, I just don't <laughs> like when people are pushy like that. Cause like, even ex- even so, like sometimes I don't even want to go in certain stores. So I'm like, here they come with this bullshit. I fucking went and first of all, Lululemon is high as fuck. Yeah. I'm sorry. My weight is too crazy for me to spend $100 on workout pants. Just one. Just one pair. Just one pair. So even though I went to Athleta today and spent like $60 on, that was the sale price. I'm like, yeah. what the 
fuck. I mean, but I feel like I'll be able to fit those even when I lose weight. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I go on Lululemon, a fucking bitch in fucking workout tights popping from every corner. Yay, hey, need help? Hey, what are you looking at? How are you today? Hey, hey how are you? Hey, hey. So what can I do for you? Hey. Hey. Oh. Hi. I'm like. Everything all right over here? Cool it. Say hi to yeah, me. Cool it. Say hi to me. I appreciate that. Yeah. Don't be fucking popping out the fucking the crotch cor- of the tights. The cor- and- corners and saying, I'm not, I'm, and mentally, I'm looking for the cell rate. Y'all don't have one. That's fucked up. I'm yeah. out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta fucking go. As soon as I turned that tag over, and then when I saw they went up, the sizes, biggest size they have is a 10 and a 12. I said, oh, I'm the fuck out of here. <laughs> you ain't got nothing for fine. me. And it's fine. It's like, but I'm going. I, I will believe I'm definitely it. going. It's um, like, is there anything you can help me with? I'm like, um, no. no. Absolutely not. You can show me the exit. Exactly. The quickest I, way out of here, maybe. exactly where that was. <laughs> but, you know, like, just like you were saying, like, just people being super aggressive like that. Um, I work downtown, and you come outside as niggas in green vests with magazines in their hands. Oh, yeah. You fucking know. You already know they about to be like, hi, how I like your shirt? Come here. You got a few seconds real oh, quick. Oh, my God. You want to help save some whales? And I'm like, they did that at the mall. Or they they, they were like, hey, uh, something, something. Like, just, just for just for a second. Just, yo, leave me the fuck alone, nigga. I'm on my fucking break right now. I'm just trying to get some Chipotle. That's all I want. Leave me alone. Also, like, when you on the phone, like, cut that shit. Yeah, exactly. And that's another thing. I used to think the phone would save me. No, they still would be like, just for a few seconds. And I'm like, now, if I slap the shit out you for interrupting my phone call, I could be talking to anybody right now and hear you, your mousey asses then too it's cold as fuck i got my eye on that door i'm trying exactly. to get in the building and i don't want to talk or look at anybody exactly i can barely keep my fucking eyes open with this harsh ass <laughs> wind as it is but i remember one day they were like cold isn't it all right let me just walk. all right i'll walk with you I'm oh like, my do god not not do that now it's like okay i know i get it you out here trying to hustle like me. You're out here trying to hustle, and your hustle requires you to break me the fuck down until I just say yes, until Don't I disagree. Do, I remember they did that to me. Get a new hustle. I'm exactly. sorry. Well, they did that to me when I lived in New York. I ended up fucking adopting some kids, and I had no fucking money to feed them. And they probably fucking, you know, disintegrated now, depending on my broke ass. Then I told them that when I was, um, and that's another thing. I was young. And I was impressionable, and, like, I had just got a credit card. This is when my credit was sexy. And, like, I just felt, like, pressure. And I was like, I'm a college student. That's what I said to them. And they're like, oh, you still can do it. Oh, you can you can donate this, this, this a day. And I'm like, I'm a fucking college student. I live in New York. I don't have it. But exactly. I ended up doing it, and, like, I don't know. I'm so sorry to, like, the kids that I adopted. Like, I but just you know what? This but is why also, I'm, like, so, like, you got to look in the mirror sometime and just be like, no. Exactly. And that's why I was so I was so proud of myself, even though I should have cut it short with that training. Cause I was in the gym also for like two hours. And um I think he also was like trying to exert me because first of all, I didn't stretch before my warm-up, which I didn't like that. No. And um like he really was trying to break me down. And like also I think he's like mad because I asked him to send me like the information email. Didn't email me nothing, didn't say nothing. And also I thought it was weird 
I told him my name. I set up my appointments. Up. He, like, texted me on his, like, I think personal phone because he found my number through, like, the, um, you know, from my membership information. And I'm like, I mean, I know I probably signed something that said they can do that. But I'm like, I thought that was, like, weird. Yeah, like, oh, my God. Just um, stop selling so aggressively. Yeah, just like, stop. it just makes people uncomfortable. And it's some people that will give in, but then they'll show up and they'll return this. Or they'll be like, you know, I don't, like, exactly. you know, I'm not saying them in that. front of you and they're still going to make the same decision in private. And private, they just are going to tell you over the phone, you know what, cancel that. I don't want to do it. So stop wasting your time and your time. You could be working on somebody who's actually interested. That's what I feel when clients don't want to buy. I honestly don't want to waste my time with you anymore. I'm going to check you out so I can move to the next person. Exactly. All right, so... That is uh, the second place for this week. Now moving on into common census. Okay, so I'm just trying to find our clip here. Uh, a lot of you may know the natural hair brand. It's called the natural hair brand. It's called TGIN. That stands for Thank God It's Natural. Um, so the uh, CEO, her name is Christia Donaldson. She is a Harvard graduate, a breast cancer survivor, a woman of God, and Aquarius, and I'm just going to go ahead and say an amazing woman. Recently, she posted these quotes from a, a discussion that she had like at a public event, and she was saying, um, for a black girl working in big law, a misplaced comma, a typo, or a late filing could be a fatal and spell the end of her legal future at a firm. In contrast, the same mistake, if made by Tom or Jim, simply comes with a, you need to pay closer attention next time. Women of color don't often get the same level of mentoring, coaching, and sponsorship that others do in the workplace, and especially in corporate America. Our mistakes, no matter how small, we are often magnified, while our colleagues often get the benefit of the doubt along with the second, third, and fourth chances. So, you know, I just want to talk about that because, um, like, I, like, Sabrina and I, we're both, we've been out of school for, like, going on five years now. So our careers are very, very young. Like, you don't feel like that because in five years you can have so many jobs. But at the end of the day, nobody's a master of their craft after five years, especially mm -hmm. because it takes 10 years to become a master of any trade. And most of us are like we're still trying to discover what we want to do. So it's one thing if you know you want to do photography, so you stick with photography, then after five years, you're like, okay, great. But for me, it was like I skipped around from production to, you know, to sales, to, to you know, social media, all these different things. So it's like I'm still kind of like at a, you know, above average skill set at mm -hmm. all of these things. Like I'm not a master. Um, with that comes mistakes. With being a human comes mistakes. No matter how great you get at something, you're going to make a mistake. But when I make a mistake for a long time, I just wonder to myself, like, am I being judged, like, extremely harsh because of this? Because, you know, it got to the point where I had to start taking screenshots of people doing the same thing that I was doing. Because I would model my behavior, like, after something that I saw, like, a coworker do. Mm -hmm. And then when I would do it, it was like, that's wrong. And I'm like, well, I modeled it after so-and-so. And they'll be like, well, that's wrong. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't she talk to first? Because then maybe I wouldn't use this as the, yeah. you know, benchmark for how I did it. Mm -hmm. And it got to the point where I'm like, I start to feel like, well, she did it too. So I had to literally start, like, being that person where I... 
captured screenshots and with it just was it was very very uncomfortable for me because I'm like I'm being put in a position where I'm I'm, I'm everything I do I got to be afraid that whoever if someone else does it it's fine but if I do it it's going it can possibly get me fired it's not fair. Like black yeah. girls can't make the same mistakes and it's not fair. Like the 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 slogan used to be, Oh yeah, that's why, you know, as a black woman, you gotta work thirty times harder. You gotta work this that, and the other. You I'm not fueling that superwoman complex because no. we see where it leads to. It leads to us being harder on ourselves. Mm-hmm. We, it leads to us being uh, setting unrealistic, mm-hmm. unattainable expectations and then feeling like shit when we can't be that. And exactly. like I'm not not dehumanizing myself and not allowing myself to be perfect all because there are some people who just don't want me in the room to begin with exactly and that and they're like now i don't want you in the room because like see you're fucking up like it's like that because like when i know when i make mistakes i get like i feel so upset yeah like i am so hard on myself like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh like why did i do that like you know and then seeing other like you know like you said seeing like a white woman do it and it's like oh like sometimes they even laugh about it oh my gosh and it's it's really uncomfortable like when you're talking to like a bunch of like you know non-black people um in a workspace and they're talking about all the things that they do wrong they're like laughing about it. They're like giggling. Oh my gosh, I totally effed that up. I was like, I don't care. Or, you know, I stayed out for way over one hour for lunch. Oops. <laughs> it's like they love the idea of like talking about what they can openly get away mm-hmm. with. And I, I know for a fact that there were times at, you know, one job where like, I'm salary. I come in six minutes late. I got somebody on my ass about why I came in six minutes late, even though I stay 45 minutes late all the time, work during my time off all the time. But I come in six minutes late and it's like hard because you really don't ever want to admit like, oh, my God, I'm being like picked on. I'm being singled out. Like my first choice is like, okay, mom, be accountable for your mistakes. Yep. No, that's how I feel too. When you make a mistake, be accountable, learn from it. Let's talk about what you did. That's true. But you can't ignore that gut feeling when somebody is like, trying their best to use your mistakes to make an example Mm -hmm. out of you or to use it as an excuse in my opinion not to onboard more black people Mm -hmm. like i I, i'm like okay see we did that but then they set you up for failure without properly training you Mm -hmm. and magnifying all of your mistakes exactly i definitely feel like that and i was just thinking i feel like they also get mad because i guess black women have like the mama complex and it's like, look at her. She's a fucking mess. She can't take care of anything. Yeah. She's supposed to be the mama. She's supposed to be cleaning up around here. She yeah. can't even... I'm teaching her. Like, I feel like they feel like that. Also, for, like, taking up for yourself um, in a workplace is a, ho- a completely different ball game. One, when you are a woman. Two, when you're a person of color. Mm-hmm. Three, magnified times 12 when you're a... a woman of color mm-hmm. like it's just so 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 intense because every time you advocate for yourself you're now the angry black girl mm-hmm. you are now this and the other and like i used to be so uncomfortable to advocate for myself because i there would be so many people going against me at once where i'm like they have to make sense mm-hmm. but then when i ask them a simple question like well, if you wanted me to, you know, know about that, then why wasn't I included on that? And then they don't have an answer. I'm like, oh, my God. 
they don't fucking know anything, but they were willing to punish me for what they don't know. And I don't know either, even though they're supposed to be leading me. Like it's, you have to take up for yourself, no matter how uncomfortable it is and ask questions because it's your fucking money. It's your livelihood. That's your receipt. You're like, see, I ask here. Like Mm -hmm. it's nothing you can say to me. Like I, I, overexerted myself with asking questions. And I feel like that's why, like, when I start a job, too, I ask so many questions. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, and I, like, repeat, like, what the person says. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this in front of you and, you know, critique it right here in this moment. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. And I always feel like, like, oh, my gosh, if I'm the problem everywhere I go, well, then maybe it's me. But I'm like, well, if everywhere I go... I'm the only black girl. Mm-hmm. The problem is still, it's, it's not just me. Yeah. Why am I the only black girl here at number one? Mm-hmm. And because I'm the, the leader of the black girls now, can you at least admit that you might have some expectations? Can you at least admit that you hired me because you feel like, oh, now nah, I'm a good person because I hired a woman of color. But now that she's here, she better act right because, look, we gave a nigger an opportunity. So this nigger needs to, like, fall in line, do what she's supposed to do. Like, bitch, um, first of all, you should never hire me if you're looking for anybody to fall in line because that's just not how I am. Exactly. And I don't present myself as that person. But people are all good as long as you're outspoken but in their favor. Mm-hmm. No. Because <laughs> they don't want you to speak against whatever rules they set up mentally in their head. I just, I can't do it. Um, It's just hard. It's hard really trying to understand if your mistakes are as big as what they're making it mm-hmm. or, you know, if somebody is just making it a bigger deal and it's completely difficult because it's an invisible you know concern like it's one of those things that as black girls or as women of color we know that it exists but you can't go to hr because one hr is usually another white person to start there um and then explain to them that all these things that you're suffering from that they probably take part in doing to you mm-hmm. or others so it's like who do you run to when your manager is the one who may be causing the issues, who do you run to when everybody on your team mm-hmm. is white, when everybody in HR is white? And it just kind of makes me believe that will I ever be happy or satisfied being one of the only black women in office? The answer is fucking no. It's it's mentally exhausting. Because they don't know how to talk to black people. They don't have any black friends. And the only time they see black people on TV is when, you know, it's something with the cops beating her ass and um, <laughs> stuff like that. And, like, yeah. the Black Lives Matter. And they're like, hey, you won't be bringing that shit in this office. It's like, well, I actually will. But um, also, I don't, I don't think that um, people are prepared to interact with black people any differently. Like, mm-hmm. not that I think that be, when a black person in their team, you got to, oh, so, you know, what's up, brother? Like, no, that's what they think they should do. Yeah. That's what you shouldn't do. But you do need to be aware of the challenges because I always say this, that, like, white culture and corporate culture are so much more closely aligned mm-hmm. than black culture or a person of color's culture. Like, we have to do a 360 when we go to work. Yep. They don't have. They might have to adjust slightly because they treat their 
they family like coworkers. Ex- ex- not sharing stuff with them. Here you, here's your portion. Here's mine. This is what we're gonna do. <laughs> Pull these nickels back. That's it. Like that's how they are. Also, very like, cold. They have a very cold culture. I don't like to get too deep into work stuff, but like I heard something the other day, and it really bothered me. So there's a work trip going on. Everybody was super excited about the trip. And I didn't get it. Um, and somebody goes, well, the reason why so-and-so is so excited because, you know, it's it's kind of like a little vacation. No wives, no kids. So I first was like, hmm, well, there are women going on this vacation too. So why not say no spouses, yeah. no, no kids? Mm-hmm. But automatically it's like the idea of having a wife is a, a, burden. a burden or responsibility. So did not like that tone. And especially since it was coming from a woman, I'm like, you guys are so like American pie here. You know, yeah. it's just like, you know, and I'm not going to name like if it's like my current job or whatever. But then the girl goes, uh, yeah, and it's so-and-so's last hoorah before his wife drops his second child. First of all, let me just <laughs> let me just say this here, okay? Your last hoorah should have been when she dropped the first child. Okay? Yeah. That's the hoorah's end. Or your hoorah when you fucking got married. Oh, <laughs> no, you can still hoorah when you're married, but you're using a work trip to hoorah? That's fucking disgusting, okay? Yeah. That's number one. Number two, when was her last hoorah? Like, she can't, like, I, I just don't like that culture of, like, oh, yeah, well, your wife, this, that, and other, so... Oh, like it just I hate this just frat boy culture. And it's very and mad it's inappropriate it's for it's very, the workplace. Exactly. And it's very mad men and like carry your briefcase and your briefcase is full of your briefcase is full of hate for your wife. I, I just hate it's very frat boy and that's what I'm saying. See, for me, that's immature. Yeah. To me, that's inappropriate. Yeah. But it aligns with the corporate culture because it's misogynistic. <laughs> and that's and, and that's corporate corporate culture. But I'm like, now if I tell you my jokes, <laughs> I'm be sitting at HR in about five <laughs> good old minutes. So I'm just like, it's like so funny how we have to consume things that make us uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. the moment we make a mistake or we do something to make other people uncomfortable, it's our livelihood on the line. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. It's because there's no peace in corporate America for a black person. Exactly. Unless you just have that mission in your mind that you just want to be on that straight and narrow. I don't see I don't see a space for myself. Same. I don't. You gotta create it. You gotta create the space, period. Um, and that's what we're doing every week on Black Girl Brunch. So that what are you doing? <laughs> So that about ends it for this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. Again, this is our first episode videotaped. I just realized I hope like I can figure everything out with the like um footage when this is like live. I probably won't because it'll be like super late tonight. But um Oh well, if you don't see it like tomorrow when the episode drops, like give it a few days because I still gotta like chop, screw, and get it all together because you know we just a three person team. Mm-hmm. But make sure you follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Iman Mate. Follow Sabria at um, it's Frankenfem on Instagram and Frankenfem underscore on Twitter. Yep, and follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch and on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. Um, thank you all so much for the like ratings and reviews. You yes. know, we we always read it. We read it, we repost it, we love it, it makes our day. But as I always say, we only have over a little over a hundred ratings, which thank you, but 
it's a lot more it's than 100 up to listeners. You. It's up to you, the listeners, to give us some more so that we can continue to grow and other people can continue to find us. Also, pick up your T-shirts. Links are in our um, bio. And hit us up if you have any questions. Also, shout out to Savvy. Thank you for my nails. I love them. And thank you for listening to Black Girl Brunch. And you are just a a true supporter. And putting other people on. It's like, as soon as you posted a picture of your nails, like, um, someone else reached out to us and was like, yo, she put us onto your show. Like, that's crazy. That is crazy. Like, we really got people out here putting us on. Like, that's how shit pops off. Like, word of mouth. So, All right, so that's it for this week's episode. You guys have a good week. Bye. Peace.